Why, hello there. If you don't already recognize my sultry voice, this is DJ Art of the High Score 510 Podcast. First of all, I would like to thank you for listening to our show. Second of all, I want to remind you with a shameless plug of our Patreon page. Join our growing community and help support an indie podcast. The perks of being a patron, you ask? Number one, you'll get our weekly quick hitters. Number two, you'll get feature conversations that are too hot for our regular show. And number three, we cannot leave out number three, why Jesus will bless you. So go check out patreon.com backslash highscore510. And for the price of a tall pumpkin spice latte, you can help AG3 afford his Peloton subscription. Regardless of which, we appreciate your support and hope you enjoy the show. You are listening to Highscore 510. Yo, Cuddy Crow shout out should be Portland Nail Salons. Portland, city of Portland. You can't find Vietnamese people. I've been to other cities that at least in Vancouver they had Korean people doing it. I don't trust white people messing with my feet. And it's like you got you can't find other Asians to subjugate to this to this job title. <laughs> now that tell me how white this city is. Because at that point, I'm willing to go look for some Somalians or someone to do wrap my feet. Wait, wait, this is the same brother that was going to every food truck and buying all this ethnic food from white tech looking dudes. Because at some point, Jared, once we went to that Indian restaurant and I didn't see a single Latin or Indian person cooking the food, I said, damn it, they're, we're the only people of color here. There was a food truck selling uh, Filipino and South Asian food. It was a white dude. And the whitest like, hipster look, dude. Looked like he should be uh, readjusting your calibrations on your phone. <laughs> that dude looked like he was singing that whole hey song. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, you guys want Filipino food? I got the lapia. I got this. I'm like, <laughs> remember, we didn't even buy from him. We said, fuck that. I left that shit lying there. Pedro, are you awake? Pedro, Pedro looks like he got his phone in his pocket, but it's all good. He going through uh, what is it, under siege to dark territory. That was a good movie when they was on the train. Oh, Pedro got a he mask. In a hospital? No, he 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 he's on the road right now. Is he in a hospital? I don't think he's not. No, he's driving. He ain't drove yet, right? No, he's still he's he still like he's out of love. He's out of love. Oh shit! Probably getting some chicken hey, wings. Go in there and give me one of them Slurpees. Hey, give me a DVD for a discount, real quick. And I miss those days before I had diabetes. I used to drink the hell out of the slurpees. I mean, didn't even, my sugar didn't even move those days. <laughs> now, I, now, I, now my sugar go up. Look, when I just got the can of the slurpee in my hand, got the bottle in my hand, go up, end up throwing it out before I leave the store. It looked like Pedro gonna do like that one black guy. You know that black guy that was uh, at that <laughs> truck stop. That's what Pedro looked like. Oh, he's like, hey I thought, man, I, thought I, I like was your big rig. I like your big rig. You got a tight big rig. It's following around women, truck drivers. Yeah, I like your, hey, you, hey, hey, where you going? Where you going? Uh-huh. Hey, you need somebody to ride with you? You need somebody to follow you? Did he say that? Did he say that, really? I don't know, but that was creepy. That dude creeped me out. And I was like, yep, that's just like, just like them niggas in, uh, out there in uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. They started the Me Too movement. <laughs> you know the Me Too movement started in Africa. Should have been started in Africa, long time ago. Long, long, long time ago, white men went to Africa. <laughs> long, long time ago. Long time ago. 
public cares, huh? Uh, the Me Too movement started now. Don't be no goddamn fool now. <laughs> I'll be Jared's getting out. Me Tooed all day. Jared's been getting Me Tooed or he's been Me Tooed? Me Since he's been back at work, he's been getting Me Tooed. I'm getting Me Tooed. I be getting Me Tooed all the time at work. I just, I just, I smile and walk away as soon as possible. I need a recording of this, Laura. We need this on recording. Let me see if I can get you some proof. Give me some proof. And I don't want it to turn the person in. I want it just so I can get I'm back. telling you. <laughs> all day. Man, you wow. would think, and the way I get me to that work, you you would think that I got. Did it! <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel bad for the drivers to kind of come over here and looking for some midnight loving uh, in the West Coast. They're all lonely. They're far away from their wife and their family, and they got to deal with that. So you saying that all the truckers are out there? I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> they love life, that is. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah, love life. That's in the bunk of the truck. <laughs> you know, Matt Gates came out and said this. Do you like teenage girls? When you say teenage, how are we talking? <laughs> I can't believe he said that. How did he make that a political answer? Wow. <laughs> he turned that into a political answer. I'm like, dude, <laughs> say no. I got to give him credit because he didn't admit to anything, but he also engaged our curiosity. <laughs> Right, like, like, like. So, how old? I want to know how old do you be for R. Kelly too. I want, to know, I want the guy to respond. Like, like, do we, do we, do you have a breakdown of age categories? Are Robert? I think Mr. Kelly got caught up into the late seventies. Remember, there was a lot of songs about seventeen-year-olds in the late seventies, early eighties. Mm -hmm. Marvin Gaye married a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. No, the game. Oh, yeah, Prince married Mate. But according mm. to him, they, they didn't do anything until she turned of age. Yep. Yeah. R. Kelly did say this after they are like, well, any, any teenagers with closed loops in their number? And he said, but bring them over. Bring all of them over. <laughs> Come on. Man. You talking about them closed loop digits? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's evil. Um, anyways, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High School 510 on the Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. You can also check out the .com and our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash highscore 510 And we are here with... Uh, this is Aaron Grayson, also known as AG3. I'm going to say I'm coming at you faster than uh, Johnny Paycheck. You know, tell you, take this job and shove it, Jared, waiting for my day off. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. You know, that man once shot a man in the head. And for some reason, we never talked about what the hell he did. Who are we talking about? Johnny Paycheck, man. Look him up. Enough is enough. I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday play. And we are here with... Everybody's favorite truck driver and friendly uh, captain, Captain Peepo, coming to you from a love's bathroom. Grand Junction. With shoes on, though. With shoes on. You smoke cigars. You're calling black and mild cigars. I'll be on now? the miles. I'll be on the miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. <laughs> we lost Lauren. We lost Lauren. I'll get her. Uh... And my name is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Art. 
with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just jart. You know this stuff. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. It's backwards to fight discrimination with different types of discrimination. And it's wrong to try to use our painful past to dishonestly shut down debates in the present. That nigga tripping. <laughs> that nigga tripping. So I guess the question of the day, question of the day um, is how racist or how not racist is America? Uh, I don't know if y'all saw, also Kamala Harris came out and uh, stated on Good Morning America this week that she does not think America is a racist country. Um, so we're getting it from both sides. Is it a race currently to figure out who can denounce racism while also saying that America is no longer racist? Is that what's happening now that we see it on both sides of the aisle? I mean, you're asking a question that's very ambiguous, right? Uh, well, and they're also racist. making an ambiguous statement. Like, are we talking about not every person in America is racist? No. Uh, are there some, not every policy is racist. Are there racist policies? Yes. Are what, is, what is America? Well, I suppose what is America at its at its roots, and and, and part of it, the fabric of America is the people. That's uh, what they you know claim to be the biggest fabric of America is the people. Um, but then you have the corporations and the economic interests, um, and as, and its institutions. So it's reflective of all those things. So how not racist is America is a very valid question that we need to answer because we want to make sure we're as least racist and as most not racist as possible. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not valid. I'm just saying it's ambiguous. It's like a very, see, I'm a person that's very far from like, you know how people that are very like into conspiracies, right? Someone that's into conspiracies would love to try to answer that question because it's ambiguous to scale. When, when shit gets overly ambiguous and, and we really can't go anywhere, it's too much of a, for me to answer that here is too much of a personal thing. It's like, it depends on who I'm talking to, what their personal beliefs are, what my personal beliefs are. And are we going to have a discussion? This isn't a, this isn't like a pick up one through 10, how racist it is. I mean, you know, and it also depends on where you grew up and your experience. There's a lot to go into it, right? That's like saying, which experience is easier, the immigrant experience or the black experience? They're both different experiences that have uh, interesting challenges, interesting things that have led people and led to different parts of culture that are very satisfying and great. And so, I don't know, it's a hard one for me. I'm just gonna stick to that. I'm gonna let Pedro answer. That, my, my answer is just as ambiguous as that question. I'm not saying it's not racist. I'm not a fool like that senator you had up there or maybe for his experience. Maybe he grew up in a place and in his experience, he didn't experience much racism. Maybe he went yeah. to- Aaron, I'm you know, gonna call bullshit on that. I'm gonna call bullshit on the, him thinking it's not racist. Did you see when he was trying to high five them all the white people? There's a video of him trying to high five. Yeah, white Pedro, my first time ever seeing him was about a minute ago when Jared played the fucking video. Okay. You think okay. I'm going to watch? Do you think I'm going to go out my way to research you know, it, to watch you know, this fool high five some to. white people? You don't have to. It's a meme. So if you only. Pedro, when's the last time I've been on anything to search up memes? When have I ever uh, sent you a meme? Have I ever sent you a meme? Yeah, you sent me a meme the other day of. Uh, uh, Sending you so a dick pic is not a meme. <laughs> And that's because you asked me for it because you wanted to send mine to some woman. You said she last time you sent yours, she didn't respond back. Look, come on. People didn't know that. He Venmo for he Venmo that for me, people. Oh, so little, who's the one getting little, into? Do you or him? Man, man, little little does Pedro know it ain't even me. 
I said, I said, the dick pic around Jeremy's. Uh, look, I only send dick pics after I make love to a woman. I've <laughs> never before. <laughs> you still using 50 cents? <laughs> 50 cents ain't got nothing on me. People send me memes. I look at them then. I never research. Or I don't know where so, to go. I don't do, I'm not on TikTok like Jared. So I, I, I've, I, he's been, he has had racing me in, in the Republican Party. He was trying to give people a high five. I guess they was at a rally and nobody gave him a high five because he was the darkest person in that room. So he's experienced. Maybe he I didn't see that I as racist. Got... Maybe see that as the Republican Party not being hit. So I'm going to do what the white people do that I work with. Uh, they see like, hey, man, look at all these athletes. Make all this money. This is a sports show. So I think <laughs> it's a sports podcast. So, you know, a lot of the athletes, a lot of the darky athletes like LeBron James, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, Ain't even uh, dark. Man, he's more light-skinned <laughs> than, than, than Lauren. <laughs> You know, you know, more, you know them dark athletes it's like LeBron James, Clay Thompson, uh, Devin Booker, Derek Devin Fisher. Booker. Man, Devin Booker's opaque, bro. He almost got that Meghan Markle. He is dark. Man, Jared, Jared, you know what, Lauren? I'm gonna tell you this: if anybody's lighter than Jared, all of a sudden they they don't even look black, Jared. <laughs> like if they lighter than him, they don't look black. Like they, uh, you pretty bright skin, Jared. They ain't got no black features, man. Hey, she ain't even got know, no features. I got Meghan Markle ain't got no features. <laughs> You can have the big look. You can have lips that look like a cross between LL Cool J and Naomi. What was her name? Naomi Campbell and Jared. But but let it be on Meghan Markle. So when it look like man, I don't know, Aaron. I don't know if she black. You ain't telling me, Megan, that beautiful white woman don't got them lovely. Things. Man, are you, you can lips. tell Meghan Markle black just by looking at her kitchen. She ain't no Tamia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. <laughs> so well, going back to America being racist. So I, I'll, I'll just use the, I'll just use what the white folks say. You know, I'm gonna tell you this: America ain't racist, Pedro. But I'm just trying to figure out where all these black people got motorcycles around here from. Where the <laughs> black people are for these Harley Davidson got me muting my Zoom every five seconds. <laughs> Dude, I, that ain't against. That ain't against black people. I'm not against black people who have Harley Davidsons. I'm against ignorant ass brothers who feel like they got to rev it up and play a radio on it big louder than the damn engine. <laughs> you just basically just stepped on my joke by saying that because I was about to say something racist about these, uh, about all these country folks out here driving the same speed limit and I'm hauling 80,000 pounds. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pedro. I had to say that. This Harley Davidson's keep driving by making me mad and these no, fools no, want to be good. 12 o'clock. No, that's good though because I was about to explain my racism. <laughs> I'm sick of all these damn campers driving next to me. All these beautiful white people. There's a beautiful white family in a Ram Promaster van next to me right now. And I guess they can't find the throttle where it can go over 60 miles per hour while we're pulling these heels. So it's pissing me the fuck off. But uh, when it comes to that, that's, you know, that's America is built on the back of black people. Everybody knows that, and it still rains today. We can't, anytime any black communities try to build, uh, America tears it down, tries to find some, that's what conspiracy thing you can get behind. And, and I don't even know if it's a conspiracy because of uh, black, what is it, what they call Black Wall Street, and you had the other community in North Carolina. Once they were doing good, somebody came in there and tear it down. 
when mm-hmm. the Indians had some good land, somebody came in there and tear it down. So, you know, the colonizers came and took it. Yeah. So America is, is built on, I'll take it because I'm white and I have power. Yeah. So Lauren, Lauren, the question was, we watched this clip from T- Senator Tim Scott, shout out sponsorship. By doubling down on the divisions, we've worked so hard to heal. You know this stuff is wrong. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. <laughs> so we're, the question is, how racist or how not racist is America? That's the question of the day. Is there a scoring system? Do we do like one to 10? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you do that. That's why I said it's ambiguous, Jared. There was, you didn't didn't just ask an ambiguous question. question. Yeah, you didn't ask the question like that at first. No, no, no. How not racist is it? Because I'm just going with him, what him and Kamala did. They both arguing about, they trying to see who can, who can say America ain't racist and which side is stick on the hardest. Well, I, I think they don't want to just go out and just say that you're asking, like, is a country or is this people racist? Right, Jared? That's, it's too open ended. They are looking for votes and most voters are white people. So they don't want to offend their voters. They look for votes. They're not going there. They're not looking for a bunch of Negroes. Those no, are the because... same people that are racist, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the crazy part. Here's the, the wild part is that something like in America, you can be something and still have the privilege or the ability and be given the platform or the, the sounding board to be offended by being called what you are or what you take part in. You can you imagine like alcoholics t- being offended at an AA, at an AA meeting, be like, how dare you call me an alcoholic or like a junkie? Absolutely. How dare you call me a junkie? Let me go smoke some of this crack. Like, no, you can't do that. Like, like America was built on a platform of uh, 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 of, of genocide, indigenous genocide, that then on that platform sold slaves that built a second tier platform and a foundation for this household to be then built on and all these other institutions to pop up from. But that is what America is. So America is very little of not being racist. It is very much of being racist because as much as we want to say racist or whatever, like people always just uh, only only signify the bigoted component of what racism represents in their mind, not not the actual socioeconomic structure that comes with racism and how it's tied to the economic institutions and how economic institutions are played out, value evaluated, and you know what I'm saying initiated through racist doctrines. So therein lies the real issue is that people don't want to be deemed like hateful because they think that's what racism means that i'm a hateful person no no it means that you are willing to play on the power structure that allows certain races to have a preferential treatment or uh, uh what if more- you don't have no choice Jerry? what if you don't have, I, I know it's not a what if you're born what if you're born lower socioeconomic class you white and i'm not racist but i'm lower lies, class, i'm white i don't the have, conversation I have being white but i ain't got privilege nowhere else in life but therein lies, that's the conversation I think that has to happen. That's for my thing. Us to deal with. Is this question for a conversation or what is this question for? I'm trying to get at that. Oh, this question is just to figure out where the fuck, how racist we are or not, because that, that, that therein lies the question is because we have two major politicians, one on the Republican side and the motherfucking matter and vice president. Shout out to it's their own personal, it's a opinion. personal opinion. But but that's, that's but, not that's not a personal, personal opinion. Didn't get that's, us to the moon. No, no, no. no. Personal no, opinion no, 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 didn't no. figure that, out the trajectory to get us to the moon. Go ahead, Pedro. That is not a personal opinion. I just told you what those were. That I'm not trying to offend my voting base. They know 
Good and goddamn well this country races. All of them. All right. Well, uh, let's move. Oh, Lauren. And we are, I'm going to introduce you, Lauren, so we can put that uh, in. And we are here with. Excuse me. I'm Lauren. There we go. See, that's the best kind of intro. Just to the point. Hold on. Here we go. Here you go, Lauren. Here's your intro, Lauren. This beautiful white woman. Just because I do not want critical race theory taught to my children in school does not mean that I'm a racist, damn it. <laughs> don't. That's what you do. I don't think you do. I, 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 Next time your ass is at school getting me too, I'm going to be like, Jared is single as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> In news, in news, I'm going to share a little blurb with y'all. A record fish was caught. A 240-pound sturgeon uh, was caught and is among the biggest ever recorded in the United States. And it was caught in the Detroit River. The fish was uh, 6 feet 10 inches from tip to tip and with a girth of nearly 4 feet. Wait, which river was it caught in again? The Detroit River. Man, oh man, that wasn't no fish. That was a Pontiac, a silver Pontiac that got dumped in that river. <laughs> or a Plymouth. Might have been a Plymouth. That's what it really is. A Plymouth. No one's seen a Plymouth in so long. No one's seen a Plymouth in so long. They thought it was a they th man, that's a sturgeon. No, it's a goddamn Plymouth. Still got a carburetor in the back of it. Apparently they uh they were they were fishing to you know do some inventory and they tagged the fish and then let it be free again. They gave it its free again. Give us us free. It be free. It be free. They ain't racist. They ain't racist out there in Detroit, Jerry. I'm going to use this whole show to answer that question, Jerry. They ain't racist in Detroit because they letting fish go free. <laughs> so as you can see, it here is the guy laying in the boat next to the fish, and it is a good f almost foot taller than him. They got enough four mil to fry that thing? <laughs> exactly. I, hey, maybe they are racist because they did. They let it go free to let it make all the black people mad. Well, you don't let no fish like that go free on a Friday too. They caught it on a Friday, Jared. Yeah. Only they caught it on a Thursday. It would have been perfect for the Friday fish fry. But yeah, so it looks like uh, one thing is winning in Detroit. Maybe not the economy, but the sturgeon are. Shout out sponsorship, man. We need to go fishing out there. That's what I'm talking about. Lauren, you like to fry fish, I heard. So, uh, <laughs> damn, damn, damn. Last well, time you know what? On, if he said America's time, racist, he got to come out with racist comments. You know, last time she was on, she was talking about, you know, saying she fried fish. And because you was complaining to Aaron about how your mama would fry fish and get your clothes smelling. And Lauren's I, like, no, she had to close. The, I used to make her close all the oh, doors yeah. in my room. Oh, yeah. in my room. But Lauren has a way to counteract the frying fish smell. You know, I like candles. <laughs> Does it counteract the fish smell going to your clothes? But you shut all your doors. I mean, but you Man, know, I, don't I shut all my doors. Nasty fish that smells hella fishy, though. If I would, you, but this amazing. fish is coming out Detroit River, so you know it's gonna be fishy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that um, room spray from Bath and Body Works. See, but mm. that 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 place didn't exist when I was uh, growing up. Yes, it did. There was no damn Bath and Body Works, Pedro. This motherfucker over here lying there. I was in the Fox Hill Mall every week. There was no goddamn Bath and Body Works in there. 
Man, you I over there. You know what? He, he counted the original cookie company and Mrs. Phil Cookies as Bath and Body Works because he would buy all them damn cookies and take them home and his house smelled like cookies. And he like, yes, it was. That was Bath and Body Works. That was a cookie scent. I had I had a yeah, lot of lady yeah. friends who used, used to work there. Man, not when I man, when I moved away from home, there was no Bath and Body Works. I wouldn't do nothing. I wouldn't trust no fish that big to eat coming out of a river in Detroit. Now, if you had told no, me maybe some I, suburb of Detroit, maybe up north, maybe in Signal, Michigan, or like one of those places where all those white people be trying to get guns and, and, and hit their state capitol bill and get Gretchen Rimmer, if they caught it over there by one of those dudes' houses where they got their gun stashes, I would trust a fish that big. But not out of Detroit, not when they're all them auto plants. I'm sure they used to dump their brakes, extra excess from their brake factory in that river. That's a mutant fish. <laughs> it's got lead poisoning power. Right. And it can survive in fire water. Come on. That's a fish that can fight in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it can. It can. Uh, shout out to Detroit uh, sponsorship. Y'all, y'all growing them big out there. I guess the clean water, I guess the, uh, the non-clean water is doing somebody good or bad. In other news, the National Park Service, the National Park Service is looking for volunteers. They're looking for volunteers to assist in the killing of hundreds of bison on the northern rim of Arizona's Grand Canyon National Park. Pedro, this is your hood. They posted uh, on their webpage, seeking individuals skilled in bison removal. They're looking for a, a couple dozen people to apply in hopes of putting together a team of about a dozen who will be chosen using a random lottery. They say that they're concerned about in quotes, they're concerned about the increased impacts on park resources such as water, vegetation, soils, archaeological sites, and values such as visitor experience and wilderness character. Given current dis distribution, abundance, density, and the expected growth uh, of the bison herd on the North Rim. What do you guys think about that? Just be patient. Uh, my company will take out a couple of loads. <laughs> Almost guaranteed. He took out enough cows. <laughs> just, just herd them, herd them towards the highway, herd them towards uh, the one sixty, and let us let us go to work. <laughs> it's like y'all don't even need to use no guns or bullets. As many as many wild horse uh, cattle that's come across the highway because there's no there's no um I guess it's open range. You just range them up towards one sixty. We'll do the rest. My question, I guess, is, yeah, what do you guys think about what do you guys think about that? But then also, would you be willing to hunt bison to help preserve the natural habitat of the northern you river? Get, do you get the meat? One, do you get the meat? Two, why are they too cheap to pay a motherfucker, right? And see, this is the problem. You're going to get a lot of sadistic motherfuckers applying, right? Like, man, just make it a job. Like, you ain't got no rangers that want to do it. I mean, how lazy are these fucking rangers? You're using a rifle. I'm, they travel in the herds like that. I feel like they're not including all the job description, which is volunteering. You're going to have to shoot it and help lift that heavy motherfucker into a truck. I ain't doing that shit. Yeah. Uh, Bison used to roam this country free. I'm going to let them roam. All the, all the volunteers must be 18 years or older with valid ID, uh, be able to purchase a past background investigation, no criminal, criminal or wildlife violations, self-certify high level of physical fitness ability, have a firearm safety certification, 
and a pass a marksmanship proficiency test. <laughs> they also have to provide their own equipment and be available for the entirety See? of the assigned lethal removal operations period. I told you. And need I additional requirements. I knew. I was like, these some cheap bastards, dude. Because the hard part is they want you to remove the shit. That's the hard part. I don't, I think the Rangers are like, bro, I'm a park ranger. I'm not going to go kill no goddamn bison. They're natural to them. That like goes against their whole oath, bro. <laughs> That's true. This coming from a bureaucrat. No, up top. no, you, you know, people used to use buffalo skins and request to stay uh, warm. Those um, are the natives, Sergio. They killed them off, or or they ran away because they ran too fast. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, about that. Native Americans, used to, they, they used to kill bison with they with their hand with they with knives because they could run so fast. Gordon Archer Walker. No, bison roam free, man. They over there worried about people's safety and all that. Don't get out the car. Yeah, this my know, hand. Here's my thing. Every video I see of a person getting out the car in front of a bison, don't get out the car. Maybe that, that's the numbers we need to uh, decrease. People stupid yeah, right. enough to get the car fucking around with some bison. Well, you know, I agree with you, Aaron. They're going to come up with some crazy motherfuckers who are going to be out here just like just killing them just to kill them. You know, if you can get the pelt and the meat off afterwards, that'd be tight. That'd be like, you know, re actually using the, the bison for what they were. But killing them, like, this is how I know America racist, bro. That's like, we, you know how many bison they killed? They were almost extinct, bro. They, like, they were literally on the endangered species list. They've had to, like, reintroduce them to different, uh, the, the, some, of, some of their original habitats, whether it's in North Dakota, whether it's up by Yellowstone, or whether it's here in the Grand Canyon. They roam. They were, they're abundant. And then they were murdered. One of the reasons they were murdered was part of the genocide that occurred to build that platform that they could sell the slaves off of. So therefore, America is racist. Because you know what they're like? They're going to be like, let's get these darky Negro cows back on the planet because we need some of them because we want to feel good about ourselves. But then when the darky cows start doing too well, they're like, let's have a black Wall Street on the northern rim of the, of the motherfucking Grand Canyon because too many of them being successful. They're being too abundant now. Now we got to kill them again. It's like, wait, we can't have it either way, man. They're taking the, the Negro cows and they trying to, the indigenous Negro cows, and they saying we got to reduce their numbers again because these niggas is getting too uppity and thinking that they can take away the sights and sounds of the people who want to come see the northern rim of the Grand Canyon. That's some bullshit, bro. That is I'm, pure racism. Jared, Jared, I'm gonna give you the advice my homeboy Ryu gave someone that's have similar thoughts as you. You need to uh, smoke some weed and fuck with some bitches and come back down to reality, dude. Smoke some weed, <laughs> fuck with some bitches, and that way you can relax on this other shit that you can't control, right? <laughs> and just like, hey man, I, I didn't make this rule. I can't control this rule. I don't live near this rule. It's not gonna really affect me too much. It don't mean it's a good thing. It don't mean I support it. I just got to work with it with it, with my circle, which is out here. So you got to smoke some weed and fuck with some bitches, Jared. Man, you better be that careful. you won't get so high. Pedro huh? got to be careful because, you know what I'm saying, they, 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 if he get put up by the wrong cop, he won't be like, I thought it was my taser. He'd be like, I thought it was one of them darky cows. I thought we had a free reign to get rid of them. There's too many of them. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. See? No, that, well, that, that, affects no, that, Pedro. Already, that already happened in L.A. They thought I was a darky cow. <laughs> One of them bite, they call them bison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess my last question about this is what is something, what is a population that needs to be controlled that you will be willing to sign up for National Park Service or some other service to be a volunteer to take out some niggas on motorcycles? Niggas on motorcycles. Look, I, I had to mute every fucking five minutes. I, if I could, I swear to God, I would take the next two hours. If Jared would have gave me Sunday, Lauren, you want to know what I got to do on Sunday? I got to go search the universe for these goddamn reality stones and these stones so I can snap these niggas on motorcycles away. I would snap them away so fast. 
I was snapping. You would thought I was listening to that Lauryn Hill song. Nothing even matters. That's how many as much I'll be fucking snapping. <laughs> you would think I was Stevie Wonder how fast I'll snap my fingers. I would snap my fingers so fast and be like, hey, man, you just destroyed half your body. Good riddance. And you know what? I wouldn't even be biased. I'll, I'll be I'll be so by any any brother on two wheels that has a motorized engine gone. So if you got a family member on the motorcycle, say bye. Because I tell you this, if, 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 if aliens are these unidentified flying objects, if they lead me to some power stones and the stones and I can get this shit, I'll put the shit on Michael Jackson glove and snap my fingers. There's my population control right there, Jared. These brothers on motorcycles. I'm sorry I have to use the N-word, people. You know I don't like to use the N-word, but these are some niggas. But do you listen to music while in your car? I love music in the car, but I, I, it's, my, it's music for me, not music for other people to know I'm listening to music. So you're just upset that you feel like they're not considerate. They're not considerate. They're not considerate. And you know what? Here's the problem. I'm willing to give it to you. All right? If that's what you like to do on a Sunday, drive up and down, floss a little bit, I'll give it to you, right? But then once it hit a certain time of the day, don't do it at like nine at night, 10 at night, this and that. I'm trying to watch a movie, man. I got to pause the movie, rewind. Like what you do affect me, right? That's when I get upset because what I do don't affect you, but what you do affect me. So I'll snap away. There's my there's my population control group right there, Jerry. I know. I know what you said. Aaron, you could have took out all the races, all the neo-Nazis. You could have done it all. You could have took out all the people in other countries. I'm sorry. They going to still be here. Because they, what they doing, why it does affect me, it don't piss me off as much as this. This is just ignorance. We weren't bred to be that ignorant. Lama, this is why I'm gonna take them out. Because even the slave master's smart enough to say, we can't breed these people to be ignorant or else the fucking cotton wouldn't get picked. Because they wouldn't know the difference between cotton and a goddamn cattail. So we gotta make sure they somewhat educated. But nah, these brothers gonna go backwards when it gets to the mid 2000s, they gonna go backwards and start riding around on motorcycles. You know what? I'm not against black people on motorcycles, Lauren. I'm not against black people on motorcycles. So I just don't like niggas on two wheels. I'm anti-niggas on two wheels. So bicycles too? Man, yeah, yeah. That, that, they, they, they fucked it up for everybody. Pull your kids off the tricycles when I get that one. If you see me wearing one glove, pull your kids wheels. off the tricycle. I'm going three because you know what? They might you can't trust them. Tell them, McCluskey. Tell them what time it is. Mine is a little bit more PC, Jared. I'm not like Aaron. I don't want to snap people off the earth. Snap. I just want to. I just want to snap Subaru drivers and Prius drivers off the earth. <laughs> I'm not mad at the Prius. <laughs> he said he ain't racist. That's basically racist, dude. <laughs> I'm not mad. No, at I want, no, no. I just want to snap. I don't mean people. I just. I mean the cars and the vehicles itself. Just snap all Subarus and all Priuses off the earth, please. That's fair. That's fair. Come on. What about you, That's Laura? The quote. Laura, what would you snap off, or, or, or what would you uh, volunteer for the MPS uh, National Park Service to help uh, reduce the numbers of? Only one. Oh, you guys know if you got multiple, <laughs> make it lay out your list. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would have to be. <laughs> What happened? And one just went by hella loud in the air spot. <laughs> he had to mute himself again. Cause yeah. he's one, he's one at the I didn't even mute. I didn't get a chance to mute. The I problem is Aaron, Aaron got a stoplight. Aaron got a stoplight right in front of his building too. So sometimes they just set a stoplight when they wait for the light to change. And start revving, they, revving up. You get the crescendo. Um, But yeah, Lauren, what about you? I would do the rats. Rats? Rodents. 
Rats. Are you talking about the Oakland rats? <laughs> Any rat. Master Splinter, Mickey Mouse, Ratatouille. Oh, rat, you don't like the Ratatouille? Oh. <laughs> Die. Oh, yeah. so, what, what about mice? Can mice live? Hell no. <laughs> I feel like what you're doing is worse than us. You know, they help keep the insect population down. <laughs> um, I'd rather deal with bugs than deal with that, for real. What about hood rats? <laughs> no, no, keep the hood rats. I like hood rats. <laughs> nah, she said all rats. Who gonna fry your fish though? You said rats. <laughs> After you said rats, that means ha that half of the West Oakland population gone now. Wow. <laughs> now half of the West Oakland population gone. West Oakland now. It's gonna be a lot of. You know what? You, I'm gonna start seeing a lot of poor Vietnamese people living under the freeway because they were unable to sell that red hair at the hair salon. At the hair salon. Wait, what kind of people, Aaron? Because you snapped away all the Vietnamese. <laughs> I don't know why you give me that. I said it just like my uncle said it, who served in Vietnam. You say How Vietnam, you say all right? Say it again. Vietnam. No, no. Vietnamese. Vietnamese. This magic moment. I used to date this. I used to date this beautiful Vietnamese girl in college, my junior year of college. Eliza Jasmine Biotran. Oh shit! I'm calling out names. Nope. This magic moment. I'm fucking up. <laughs> In other baseball news, in baseball news, um, the Pioneer League is planning to replace extra innings this season with an experimental extra inning rule that would change it to a home run derby, a sudden death home run knockout rule. They call it the knockout rule, which would be um, a sudden death home run derby. Under the rule, each team designates a hitter who receives five pitches with the game determined by the most home runs hit. Um if still tied after the knockout round, the first knockout round, another hitter is selected for a sudden death home run faceoff until a winner is declared. What do you guys think about that? Lauren, would you go to more baseball games if they were doing home run derby to, like after after nine innings, games tied, and they just say, we're doing home run derby. Whoever does it better wins. I would agree with that. Baseball takes forever. What is <laughs> she mad at me? She's like, no. Oh, your daughter plays uh, a softball, right? Would yes. she would she be okay with a sudden death uh, home run? No, <laughs> no. She was just over here saying no. <laughs> you got to play the extra innings. Wait a minute, let me ask my niece. She, no, both no. of them. No. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so they don't want it to be a sudden death. Uh, uh, Ag three, what about you? I think it's gonna be a failure, and it don't matter to me. I mean, yeah, because you might as well don't change the sport up that much. But it really don't matter to me if I'm going as a fan. Cause I put a time limit on baseball anyway. Like there's a time limit that I'm there no matter what happened in that game that I'm walking out that stadium. Especially if I drove myself, it don't matter What's what the time, time limit. limit. For baseball, usually around three, I give it like three hours and some change. It depends on what time I went into the game. Cause I'm also the type that I'll sit out there and have a drink and chill out with people in the stadium in the I mean, in the parking lot way after the game started. Mm -hmm. So, and when the fan, I'll be honest, I've only stayed, I've been at baseball and there's been like five extra inning games where I was there and I've only stayed for one. And that's because I went with Jason and, and it was his ticket. I felt it would have been disrespectful. And I drove him too, so I had to stay. <laughs> so you had to stay because he wanted to stay. But if we would have had separate cars, I might have been deuces. Yeah. Well, you know, with the new rule that the MLB has installed this year where um, extra innings, you start with the runner on second base. 
Um, it has sped up the extra innings, and games have been decided uh, faster mm-hmm. and not taking longer. So with that new rule, it has sped up the extra innings, which I think has been positive, and I think it actually makes the game more interesting because now you have, you know, you're manufacturing that that thing that is exciting about baseball is having runners on base. Um, one of the, I think that's one of the most exciting things about baseball is having runners on base and having pitchers and defenses having to really account for that, especially not in a regular force out uh, situation. So. I think that, the, that this is like a cool experiment to do. I definitely am on board with them trying it. I don't think it's going to take off. I think that um, this runner on second rule is doing well enough that it's probably going to stay. And I think it may, you know, permeate the minor leagues eventually at some point if this new home run derby rule doesn't take off or, you know, somehow supplant it as even a better option. But yeah, so there's other rules that they, I guess they are trying out also. The league is also experimenting with a designated pinch hitter rule, allowing a player to be pinch hit for before returning to their defensive position for the remainder of the game. And a pinch runner rule, which would allow them to pinch run or pinch hit for somebody, but then allow you to maintain that player um, that you pinch hit for. See, that could work because then some teams would keep a pitcher in. You know what? I don't mind. I'm trying this in the Pioneer League and smaller leagues. I, I'm all for, like, I like things, the kind of things that's work, keep it going. Things that aren't working are just trying to figure out, can we improve something? I'm all for it. I'm not a big fan of the whole home run derby thing. I like the two, the personal second base. You know, they tried that out in the baseball world classic, whatever it's called, you know, the ones where all those teams battle. Mm-hmm. And I and I watched it the first time they did it. I thought it was exciting as hell. So I'll stick to that. Okay. Uh, Pedro, also, I forgot to uh, to remind you, your mom had a conspiracy theory. Pedro, you want to let oh, us yeah. know about your mother's conspiracy theory? Oh, yeah. So um, so this week, my mother discovered something. Beautiful mom. The reason why I'm here on this earth today. And I kind of agreed with her because I noticed it, too. I was like, wait a minute. She's right. She said, have you noticed how the smart TVs flash when you turn on the power, I think the I think the TVs are taking our picture. Can you hear me? I, I I heard you loud and clear. I'm trying to rack my brain around how much I want to call you, how much I want to think about it. You know, I really don't want to talk about this over the telephone. Perhaps we could meet at a secret location. That red light is the record light that you used to see on the mall camcorders. No, 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 no. no, no. It's not the red light. So when you turn on a smart TV, it kind of like flashes when it comes turns on because of the help that I guess the lead in the in the elements in the so it kind of flashes like it's like a like a quick light to come on. My mother said, "Hey." Taking Just be careful with this because you smoke too much, it's gonna have y'all paranoid and shit. Takes a while to build up a tolerance like mine. Oh, did you hear that? Shh, shh. Hey, y'all, you hear something? Shh. Quiet. Shh. There it goes again. That's what I'm trying to figure out. So, Pedro mom once prayed for me for interracially dating. Right? That's also a conspiracy. Because <laughs> the girl wasn't Christian, so I, it wasn't because she was a different race. Because she wasn't Christian, so I it was too close to nine eleven. So she prayed for me. Now I'm starting to think that Paige and her mom at the same church that Urkel go to. If you notice, Aaron ain't with that girl because we prayed her away. I'm piloting the pussy. See, y'all got to be a pilot over the pussy, y'all. 
Y'all got to be the pussy police. <laughs> Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts is the same way we end the show on where everyone gets the the floor to complain, rant, talk about something that's been frustrating them, um, or highlight something positive in the world that you want to make sure people know about and get more recognition. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. It's time. It's time. It's time. We're burning now. God, if you listen, help. So cold and bleeding now. Aaron, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? You know, I, I did. I was thinking it was going to be you for being a bad HR representative, right? And not giving up days off or, or talking about days off and being a slave driver. I ain't got no rights over here. I, I ain't got no union rights. I ain't got nothing right now. Um, go over time sometime. I ain't eat no dinner, different things. But no, no. <laughs> Is there any other Cuddy Shore that I can say? I was going to say the Manchester United fans who stormed the field. I got a pause. I got a pause. I think uh, uh, Pop's got a Cuddy Corner shout out. You want to get it out. Oh, oh, Pop's going to have a glove on too. She's going to have a glove on too. We both going to be snapping at the same time. So listen, listen, it was going to be those fans at Manchester United who stormed the field demanding ownership change and won and, and stopped it that we didn't get a game. So I couldn't see my team, Man City. If Man United lost to Liverpool, Man City wins the title. I couldn't get that privilege because, because the fans are demanding change because the ownership tries to join the Super League. Once I already talked about European fans and being a little uh, ignorant to the rest of the world. Like, I mean, look, the Clippers still played the game when they had Donald Sterling do his thing, right? They still played while demanding that the league help get the ownership out, but they went about their job. Now these fans get up here and they're up there throwing the, the flares and everything else and they, they entered the stadium. You know, I need the LAPD to get transferred out there just to whip some ass. They stopped me from seeing Man City win the title because Liverpool definitely would have probably won that game. I needed someone to go out there and whip some of them fans' asses for being on the field and ruining the game and ruining it for people who want to watch the sport. Listen, you're stuck with every owner you got. He bought the team. You ain't got shit to do with that. You are still a fan. I know it's different in Europe. I know, oh, man, you feel like you're part of the club. You are a fucking fan. You ain't never got paid or you're going to get paid by, by that team. He's the owner. Stick up with it. He didn't do nothing racist. He just tried to make more money and be greedy like everybody else. And so for the Europeans that want to store in the field when that happened, but when Marcus Rashford on your team has to quit social media because he's being called a monkey, a coon, the N-word for every time they lose and this and that, and Raheem Sterling getting hit and all these other people getting called all names, you ain't storming shit. You saying quiet. So I got a problem with that. I got a problem with these fans who want to store in the field and want a different owner, but they allowed the race. I want to know how many people on that field were the ones that probably, that probably DM Marcus Rashford. They're probably the same people who over here talk about. By doubling down on the divisions, we've worked so hard to heal. You know this stuff is wrong. Hear me clearly. America is not 
a racist country. That sounded like the same thing the fans told me. The fans out there told me soccer ain't racist. UEFA told me. You know what? You know what's funny? So a player did yelled something racist to this one player. Got caught. This fool got 10, I think he got 10 games. This was in the Rangers game. He got 10 games suspension. Uh, your boy uh, Trippier got caught gambling and got way more games than that dude just a few weeks before. And it's like, that's your way of saying, so, okay, gambling is worse than being racist. I don't know about you, but I'll take Pete Rose at the head of my table any day, especially being that fine-ass ex-wife of his. He had a fine ex-wife. You ever seen his ex-wife? Man, go look her up. Look her up. She a true Aaron type. Okay, my my first one goes to uh, the shortage of microchips. Wait a minute, you telling me there ain't no shortage of, uh, I don't know, televisions, nothing like that. I don't, I don't say I've seen plenty of those. If you're telling me you can't make a damn wafer microchip because it's a pandemic, what the hell is really going on? If you don't get my microchip so I can get my PS5, shit, what the hell's wrong with people? What's wrong with manufacturing? Stop raising the price on stuff just because it was a pandemic. Raw materials, they're right there. They're raw materials. Stop, stop capitalizing on everything. I need my microchips. I need my, I need my um, cylinder deactivation and my V8 so I can save on uh, fuel economy. And I also need my PS5, damn it. Uh, second cutting quarter shout out goes to cell phones. Why the hell are they so expensive? <laughs> hey, I just paid, I just paid. Okay, I got an outdated cell, cell phone. I got a uh, S9, okay? All right, it broke from something with Gorilla Glass with the Otter Box on it. Not well with the Otter Box shell, not the Otter Box. It cracked. Yeah, I dropped it against my coffee cup and it cracked right there in that corner. And is and ever since it cracked, it started deteriorating. Why am I spending uh what was it? What was it originally? 700 bucks on a phone that's supposed to have gorilla glass that actually cracks. That actually cracked with the uh cover on it. And now I can't, I can't talk to anybody on the phone. Sound, um, the microphone is not working on my phone. So to have a phone like that that costs upwards of $1,000, it should last. But I know what's going on. You want us to all buy the uh, same damn cell phone. You just want us to buy all these damn products. And that's all we do. Buy these zombie-ass uh, devices we got. And then you overcharge for them. My phone shouldn't be any phone that's made that cost me over five hundred dollars shouldn't break on a, a damn coffee cup. My cutty corner shout out goes out to gamers who like to just be racist dickheads. This past week, this past week, uh, T Pain was uh, a video of T Pain playing on Twitch on his Twitch stream is going viral as he was playing against a lobby of racists who were saying uh, the N-word and saying fuck BLM and all kinds of other Negroes, niggas, and necromancers and motherfuckers. He then proceeded to at least cut up the video to where he was marking fools, saying he wants all the smoke and he wants to get them all. And uh, he, he got the win. His team got the win, at least for that one game that they cut it up to be. But regardless of which, I know Pedro and Aaron can understand um, what it's like to be in a lobby with a bunch of racists saying <laughs> racist shit um, just to try and get a rise out of you or they might believe it. But um, I just got to give a shout out to them because, you know, it's one thing to 
you know, try and get in somebody's head when you're playing a game, you know, saying, say things about their family, say, you know, disrespectful things. But to start bringing race into it, you know, it, it, it precludes the creativity to actually make something, you know, to get under somebody's skin beyond just saying some just bigoted ass bullshit, racist bullshit. Say something about, say something like ridiculous. Like like when Aaron told a dude, I don't come to your mama's house and kick the dick out of her mouth and interrupt her <laughs> job, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> You know, saying like some creative like that. That's funny. He was being racist that day. Let's 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 play that for he it. Was that dude racist. Was racist. He was saying I hate niggas and necromancers. He was saying all kinds of just just pure N word based stuff, which was like, well, why we got to deal with this? Um, this is before they had the private chats, which we that used. Was before, man, so, that was so black we were kind of stuck two, with it. Yeah, Black Ops One and, and, and Modern Warfare Three. Those were the bad ones. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I miss but, those days. Yeah, but if you want to talk <laughs> shit, like I don't know, I just. I enjoy talking shit. Like if I if I'm talking to Nithin and he's being colonized by Sam, yeah, I'm making a racialized joke about Nithin being colonized by Sam because he's Indian, his Sam was British, and you know they 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 have a historical context, and Sam is literally colonized Nithin's mind half the time. So it's it's truth behind it. But on an open lobby to anybody that I don't know, I'm not gonna sit here and just start saying blatant racist shit. That's bullshit. And this is why I must tell Tim Scott and Miss Kamala Harris that they're both wrong. America is a racist country. America has a history of racism and it still maintains itself through economics, through social, social uh, political discourse and through the legislative branch of how we write, write our laws. So Call of Duty, people who are on there being racist, eat a dick, uh, cut that shit out. But if y'all really want to uh, join the party and talk shit to each other on some real shit, go ahead and do that for us. You know, I want real shit talk, not racist shit talk. Well, that is our show, my friends. That is our show. Uh, any final words y'all like to say to our fans out there? Uh, stay safe. Give me more internet. Yeah, internet. Where are we staying safe from, Aaron? From black people on motorcycles. <laughs> Number one problem with the world today. <laughs> I think they, I think they started COVID. <laughs> they brought it over here on those motorcycles. Yeah, and they're 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 perfect for distributing across the country because that's all they do is ride ride on highways and interstates. All they do, all they do is ride on Sundays. Uh, well, thank you for listening to our show. Shout out to all our fans out there, Ireland. Uh, shout out to uh, our fans also in Portland. Uh, Washington, Texas, uh, Florida, Virginia, Washington, D.C. Shout out sponsorship and uh, Illinois and New York. Uh, come on our show. Also, keep an eye out. It is White Boy Summer Month. We are going to be doing a giveaway at the end of the month for uh, White Boy Summer, sponsored by Chet Hanks Apparel. If you would like to join uh, in, join in on the giveaway, make sure that you uh, repost and retweet anything we post on our social media, whether it be Instagram, uh, or on YouTube. If you post anything of ours, you will be entered. So tag us, make sure you tag us or repost anything we post and you will be entered. Um, aside from that, we will leave you with this. Why didn't you buy something from uh, Chet Hanks? My daughter uh, bought something from. Uh, what she bought? Is it White Boy Summer? You bought a sweater or a shirt? She bought a shirt from White Boy. <laughs> did it say on it? What did it say on it? What does it say on it? It says Black Queen Summer. Oh, uh, Black Queen Summer. 
Hey man, Chet Hanks loves some black people. Chet Hanks uplifted more black people than these black people on motorcycles are out. You know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm with this white boy Summer. This white boy Summer ain't keeping my dog and me awake. This is how I know America's not racist, guys. This isn't stained by someone in Minneapolis. It's still got a shine on it. And so do theirs. So do theirs. Stop treating us like animals and bugs and start treating us with some respect. That's what we're here today to say. We've been left out of the conversation. We've been vilified. It's disgusting. It's worse than that time you got Me Too during Super Saiyan Saturday. Mm, yeah, yeah, but it's but that 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 was that that was out in the open and then playful kind of fun, you yeah. know, what I'm saying as like a joke for for the we yeah doing. that one could still pass as a joke, right? Yeah. So these can't pass as a joke. Uh, they can if if you on the if you on the inside of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> so Lord, the outside they can't pass from a joke not at all. <laughs> Yo, yeah, wait till uh, uh, year, man. You might be able to get be some honest, time off. It could be a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, you might be able to get some time Hey, can you send it to me to me? Because I'm trying to get some money like Roger and American Dad. Man, I be getting treated like uh like uh, this in the 80s. A buxom woman with, with big breasts. <laughs> treated like a piece of meat. <laughs> so she treated Jared like he a secretary of Mad Men. <laughs> exactly. You would think you, you would think it's the 60, 60s on me at, at times. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm I'm confused. He's he's getting me too. He's not yes. me too. Yes, yes. Yeah. No. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Send me that. I need that. I need all that. He's definitely I heard you got me too while driving your truck while you were in the middle of the highway by yourself. <laughs> I got me too by some uh, Native Americans in Kayenta, big time. I was just walking back to the truck, and it was like, "How you doing? Uh, you is it, is it me? <laughs> is it me too? If they just trying to hook up to get some drugs now? That's a different situation, Pedro. I need to hear an example, Lauren, of Jared's me tooing. Pedro needs to hear it so he can know what me tooing is. Um, there's so many. <laughs> Give me one, me one good one. It doesn't have to be a best, just yeah. a good one. And I, I'll be I, careful. No. Yeah, I'll be careful comparing uh, Pedro again, me too, because he's also the person that said this. Those were not anti-gay remarks. Those are anti-LGBTQ remarks that I make because they are political terrorists. Uh, they are probably the closest things to the Ku Klux Klan in the modern political era. I don't know if we can Who take that word for it. Who was that again? Who was that again? Is this is Peter. West Virginia's own Eric Porterfield. That is not an anti-gay mark. That is not an I as well be clear. That is an anti-LB. He's like, I'm not, I was like, he's like, I'm not discriminating against gay people. I'm discriminating against every form of gay people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
This is not an anti-African-American stance, I'm saying. This is an anti-African... I'm an anti-all people that's dark-skinned. This is an anti-non-heterosexual. <laughs> I'm not against African-Americans. I'm just against black people on the, on the continent of America and all of black people on the continent of Africa. I don't wow. hate black people. I just dislike melanin of I any like sort. Some people I know. <laughs> <laughs> I like some people I know that like to call each other's blackie. Hey, one thing that I did get did get yelled at me by this woman named Miss Miss K. Shout out to Miss K sponsorship. She said this to me. Where you been since yesterday, knuckle? You been fucking around? Nope. Let me smell your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know she want to sponsor you. Want to sponsor you? <laughs> she whispered in my ear. She might sponsor you so well, Jerry. You get a tattoo of her on your left arm. Wow! <laughs> yeah, wow! You not gonna get her on the show? I'm gonna. I need to try to get her on the show because I'm, I'm gonna take me a vacation on the show. Jerry need to. We need to plan some breaks out here. Oh yeah, don't worry. I got a couple yeah, breaks I coming get- up. No, you always take breaks when you doing something. I need a break when I got something. Well, you need to yeah, let me know. Me. That's work. the problem. We never, I, I just want to say that, Lauren. I need to talk to HR department or something. Because I'm yeah. the only person to not miss a day of the show. And I realized this. I'm like, damn, man, I just need a, one of these Sundays, right? And then right. I, I thought about this and I said, this motherfucker, the only time we ever take breaks is usually when this motherfucker got to go somewhere. So what do you have coming up that you need a break? I ain't got, I, I don't know, because I don't plan nothing because he won't give me a break. <laughs> one time I said start the show without me I'm going to be late and this they sat there waiting for me until I got, forced me to drive home on Zoom <laughs> not right hold on hold on, on. Miss C- don't always meet to me though she, oh, we she got a name we got a name attached to this meet to her she don't always hey, meet to me she did she was she was cordial one time when she said this to me you gonna eat your cornbread <laughs> But I, what she talking about cornbread? See, that's when you get me too. Because she, she said Jared was the color of cornbread. Exactly. That's a, oh, did she really wow. say that? Is that what she said? So that's see, oh, Pedro. No. That's me to it. That's oh, me to it. Because then she could always say, "No, nah, I was really talking about cornbread. I thought he had cornbread." She was like, Pedro, "You did." She calling Jared cornbread and then saying how good yeah. cornbread is. Pedro, you got some some Native Americans that just want to ride in your truck. Yeah, no, they was I. I got yeah. They they was trying to they was trying to do other things. I, I know what they was up to. They don't see, <laughs> they don't see too many black people. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh, hold on. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's the long version. I got a shorter version. I ain't put on my thing yet. I yeah. hope you got a shorter version because Mike Mor- Mark Morrison's he only made money off that song. He went <laughs> soon. He's like, I returned out of nowhere because I ain't made no music since then. But uh, the Mac is back for the season. Yeah, he's gonna be back with the season. No, he's not gonna give you he's gonna give you he wants some money on him. Hey, we are it's another uh, uh installment of Macking with the Captain with Captain P Funk. Captain P Funk, the question of the day for you is how do you handle being me too by women on the road? Well, it's a it's a trucker code out here. You really don't you really don't talk about it. You just let it happen. 
because <laughs> you're already lonely. So you need need to. So you have that feeling like, well, yeah, she might not look good. She might have a couple of uh, marks on her arm. She might be a little overweight. Uh, she might be. Uh, she might not have no shoes on. But you just gotta. You just let it happen. So what's the worst out of all of those? The marks of the arm from <laughs> the marks of the arm. The, okay. So the, I told the little maybe a drug habit, but the no shoes on. Which one's the worst? <laughs> Is she coming out the love's bathroom with no shoes on? Come out the love's bathroom, no shoes on, and a comb in her hair. <laughs> oh no, Pedro also said this. Uh, cupcake got a new trinket coming out next month. Uh, it's a bad motherfucker. Uh, when you bite into a cream fill and shoot all of your mouth, glitter. Glitter, glitter, come on, come out. Glitter. Yeah. I, I, I tell you though, um, I don't understand it because in the Midwest, you would think you would get the lot lizards to look like that. That, you know, this, this really struggling. No, you get beautiful black women. On the West Coast, I don't know what the hell these people are, what these things are. They're not even women. They're just uh, creatures. <laughs> you sound like Omar Gooden and Baby Boy. Females. That's what I'm going to call them. I ain't going to disrespect. I'm going to call them females. Right. Females. Sensitive. Females. Call it, 